G'day, my name's Cozzy from South Australia. I've been an overweight person my whole life. Fat kid at school, uh, always battled with my weight. So I went and had uh, a gastric sleeve, basically cut out near 80% of my guts and tossed it out into the bin and it has worked beautifully for me. So I've got uh, Ali, one of my dear friends for the last few decades, to have a bit of a chat to me about it. Yeah, well, you said you've always been a fat person. I can say you absolutely haven't now. You look ridiculously amazing. But I guess to bring everybody up to speed, you've gone and done this, um, and this wasn't some just fly by the city of pants. This wasn't some overnight decision. In fact, it took him, what, nearly five years to come to this? Yeah, totally. I've been thinking about it for a very long time, and I've basically done, like, all of the diets, all of the fads, my you, weight's gone up and down. You went on the down. Biggest Loser, you did everything. I know, and when people sort of say, oh, you know, it's a pretty extreme thing to do, well, it is, uh, um, but even like on The Biggest Loser, I was gone for four and a half months, I lost like 52 kilos on The Biggest Loser, and then I swore I would never put it back on, and then over time, it gradually creeps yeah. in. Like I have an insane addiction to food, which is something I was just never able to beat. And I know that you say that The Biggest Loser was extreme. Do you know the one thing that really made me realize how hard it has been for you is when you said that your gorgeous wife sam actually put a combination lock on the pantry yeah like that to me was just geez yeah that's that's something every time i tell people that they just cannot believe it that there is a lock on our pantry when we did house renos that i to this day don't know the code to so when that pantry door shut if I left my keys in there, for example, I can't get them. God, I can't wait until you, when you sell, finally sell your house to someone and you explain to the real estate agent why yeah. it's on there. And I've often wondered, what is the code? Like, what did she choose? <laughs> and she's never told me because she, she once she tells me to, apparently to change the code, it costs like 250 bucks. Oh, so, wow. So it's a serious loss. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's a very serious loss. All right. Well, we've digressed, but that's, yep. I guess, as serious. You know, this is how tough it was. And I think the previous conversation that we've had is and was talking about that food addiction. And if someone says, I'm a drug addict, people get what that means. Yep. If someone says, I'm an alcoholic, people understand what that means. But when you're talking about food as an addiction, food with emotional attachment and everything else, people quite often laugh it off, don't they? And just go, well, hard up, mate. Hard yeah. up. And I can understand that. If, you, if you're not battling it, I can understand why someone will go, well, fatso, don't eat the food, mm. you know? Like, just have one Tim Tam, not the packet. But for, for whatever reason it is, and I'm 44 years old and I haven't been able to work it out, like, I'm just wired to eat the whole lot. Like, if I open a packet of Tim Tams, then I will eat them till they're all gone. Mm. Like, whereas my wife, she'll just have two and the others can sit on the bench and it doesn't bother her. If I open a bag of chips, I eat the whole lot. I'm like you in that. I often think about, because we were never allowed to leave the table as we were kids until we finished everything and it was a waste thing, you know, and it was a whole, you have to eat everything that's there. And I I vividly remember that. I wonder if that sort of programming early might have something to do with it. It's so interesting. And then you look at it now and I, I guess basically by having the surgery done, I've had that taken away from me. Like now I... I can't eat the whole packet of Tim Tams. Mm. I eat two and I'm I'm full. And in fact, the desire to eat those things is completely gone, which is, or or at least I can, I can say 90% gone anyway. Okay. So All right. Well, let's bring everyone up to date. So you had the surgery, what, back in November? Yeah. So what's that like uh, four months ago? Okay. And, and you've lost how much? Uh, 37 kilos. All right. Yeah. And I'm so lucky. You know, you know, I stayed in a hotel on the weekend and uh, I walked out of the shower and I dried myself and I, and because I was staying there by myself, I just walked into the room to get my clothes and they had like a massive mirror, like a full, full length mirror. And I think it's the first time I've seen myself yeah. like, uh, and I just stopped and I went, oh my God. Oh my like, God, I've got knees. Yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> so it's good. crazy. And, and I looked at myself and it's incredible that like everything's retracted. I, like, cause some people worried about like loose skin and that. And it's like, I don't have anything. They, they do four uh, keyhole surgeries in your guts mm-hmm. and 
like you can't even really see the scars anymore. Like it's all, it's it's just pretty amazing. Has it changed the way you move? Has it changed the way you think about yourself? Have you noticed, you know, it easier on your body? Oh, a million percent, a million percent. And also, you know, I'm not flying the flag for everyone to go and get their guts cut out. But, uh, you know, I'm just telling people, you know, this is what I did and this is the results. Even like last night, it was super windy last night. And I could hear something banging in the backyard. Now, normally when I was overweight, I wouldn't have got out of bed. I just couldn't have been bothered. Whereas, you know, last night I was happy to kind of jump out of bed. I went outside and and stuffed around. Like, it's just the, I don't know, I'll get up and move a lot more now. And I I have a lot more energy. Of course. Well, you imagine trying to pick up a 37 kilo weight. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then you realize that that is what you've lost. Now, let's reiterate. This is not about an ad for doing this. This is not telling people yep. to go, you need to find the best thing for you. But I think we've worked out pretty much that the reason that you're so open about it is because you didn't want people to think that you'd done this straight off diet or exercising yourself to the bone and you yeah. want to be really honest about it. So many people get this surgery done and never say anything. Mm. And and I know people in my life that have had it done and, and are never going to say anything. And, and I, f- I feel sad for them. And I think in the media especially, you don't have to look too far in the media. If someone's lost a ginormous amount of weight really quickly, then chances are they've mm-hmm. probably had this done, but they might just never say anything. And that's their choice, of course. But I just want to come out and say, look, you know, I just want to be honest. And this is what I did. And, I, and I'm certainly not proud. I got to this point in my life where I had to go and walk into an operating theatre and lay you know, on the table mm. and get put to sleep to have it done. Now, a couple of questions. I Is it a myth? Because I'd always heard that when you have something like this done, eh, you still have to have some form of self-control and self-regulation because otherwise your tummy can stretch, your stomach will stretch out again. Yeah, it's a good question. Does, does it like wear off if you don't treat yourself well? Yeah, well, my surgeon reckons that for my height and, um, you know, the, I'm quite broad and whatever, he reckons that Pre-surgery, if I sat down and and ate as much as I could, I could fit about, I could force about five to six dinner plates uh, of food food. into my stomach before I could physically not put any more in. He said, even in sort of five years when your your stomach settles out, I'll only ever be able to put one in. Right. Um, So, okay. Yeah. So, it's kind of the the thought of it stretching back to how big it is. It just can't Mm because it's not there. And that's what stopped me doing the surgery for so long because when I first was told that they actually, you know, cut 75, 80% of your stomach out. Yeah, man. Like, what? Staple it up. Yeah. And then that you, it's it's not it's not reversible. You can't get it back. So that scared me a lot. So that's what made me wait a long time before mm. I said, okay, bugger it, let's do it. And there was just that one line, which I, I've said to you before, that that when the surgeon said to me, mate, I'm not trying to sell you surgery. I don't I, I don't care whether you do it or not. We're really busy and I, I want you to know that I'm not trying to convince you to do it. Yeah. But he said, I've looked at your blood tests. I've looked at your um, your blood pressure, your weight loss history and all that stuff and your age and everything. And he said, I, I can guarantee you that if you have this surgery done, you will live longer than if you continue at the weight mm-hmm. you are and, and the way you're going. And I, and I could 100% feel that. Like I knew, I, I was very confident that something bad would happen to me. Diabetes, stroke, heart attack, whatever. Uh, I knew it was coming my way. I could yeah. just feel it in my body. And now all those feelings are gone. Like I've stopped snoring. I don't need a sleep apnea machine. Um, I'm heaps better dad, father, friend, more physically active. It's Running It's around. been a massive change. So when we talk about all of this, um, you know, whenever you put your head up across the parapet, you normally be shot on the social media. And so yeah. I've actually gone through and I've had a look at some of the social mm-hmm. media comments because I thought, oh, God, because people are going to come after you for yeah. doing something this extreme. Yeah, and I was course, pretty sure I'd get slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, and of course there is always the usual trolls, but discounting those. Yeah. Um, one of the things or one of the questions that keeps coming up is the cost. Yeah. I mean, how much does something like this actually 
push you back. Yeah, and a lot of people were saying comments like, um, oh, that's okay if you can afford it and kind of things Absolutely. like that. And, and I understand that like the yeah. economy is super tough and some people are struggling to pay you know, rent and water and all those sorts of things, let alone fork out coin yeah. for a, a surgery like this. For me, it was five and a half thousand bucks. So yeah, right. uh, on that day, I paid four and a half thousand. Uh, um, like I just paid whatever that cost yeah, was, yeah. and then I think there was like maybe it was like five hundred bucks for the anaesthetist and mm. whatever. So in total, it was five and a half grand. But we do have private health cover. So if you have private health cover, and I look at that as an investment in my life. So five and a half grand was a lot of money for us. But then it was like, well, you know what? If you're going to live longer, it's mm-hmm. definitely a plus. So some of the other things for people that don't have private health cover is that I. You'd have to go and talk to a, a, a health fund because I'm no expert. Yeah, absolutely. But I've had a bit of a Google and I've done some research on it. And it seems that you can go and sign up for private health cover and you have to have it for 12 months. And then after 12 months, then you can get the surgery covered because without it, the surgery costs something like twenty to 25000 wow. bucks. So no one's wow. going to have twenty no. twenty five thousand bucks. You just God, pay no. outright. Although the guy that uh, I know that had it done, he he did that. He just he just uh, took a loan out and got it done. Really? Yeah. And he's super happy that he did. Yeah, but it's yeah. a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, the other one is you can actually, and I'll read this out, because you can actually go and redraw like your super. So you can use the money in your superannuation. For something like this? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until I did it. So uh, I'll read you what it says here. It says, um, the Australian government allows early access to you or a family member's superannuation to cover the costs involved in a bariatric surgery, which is like gastric mm-hmm. sleeve, like what I had. So you can just apply to get that. I wonder why. So I guess the government thinks, well, if somebody does need this and does do it, they're going to therefore put less strain on the hospital and medical system moving forward yeah. because they won't be going through, you know, diabetes and stroke and All of everything that. else. Yeah. Or at least it's going to get them off to a better start. Totally. And oh. I mean, sure, you're in hospital for three days, but yeah. you, you, the chance of you going back to hospital, you know, compared to how overweight you were is so much less. Mate, you, I'm just, I'm really, really cognizant. I'm just really aware, again, you're so positive about this. It does sound like an ad. Yeah, I know. Come on, what's the negative? Come on, there's got to be something um, like, you know, that I, you miss or you well, – or it's for just... me, oh, probably the only thing I miss is – like I used to – when I drink, I'd normally drink beer and I would have a like, – I'd have half a carton of beer with my mates. Now, that's not a good thing. Jesus. But, but I'd yeah. sit down – at the day of the races, I'd drink 10 or 12 yeah, okay. beers or whatever and not like that. Now, I, I just physically can't do that anymore and I don't think I ever will be able to. So, now I drink like gin and vodka and – Whatever. So, how does that fit with your mates, though? How does that fit? You know, because you're a blokey bloke and you're out in the country, you're a farmer, you know, not a lot of, um, you know, juniper berries. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I know. We're we're out at the farm. We finished weighing cattle the other day and I got the esky out and I had some vodka fruit tingles. (laughs) And the boys are like, wow, you've changed a lot, man. And they're in this colorful, like, can. um, But yeah, I've got used to that very quickly. So, so that side of it's been been really good. So, But um, I guess that's the biggest thing I've missed. But as for negatives, like at this stage, there are none. Now, who knows? Like in a year's time, I might be, you know, I might put weight back on. I don't know. I'm just calling it as I see it. And, you know, I know that lots of people are really interested or have had it done. I bumped into a mum and dad at a pub, a mum and daughter at a pub the other day. And they came up and said, we just want to say thanks so much for being so open about your surgery. The mum had it done. And she, she lost 60-odd kilos. And then uh, the daughter said, and I've had it done as well once it was so good for and mum. And so you're finding that that because you've been honest, people are saying, yeah, I've Heaps. already done it. I've already done it. I'm yep. doing it. I want to do it, whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah, and lots yeah. of people saying, I, I've had it done and I've never told anyone. And, yeah. and now I'm so glad that you've kind of, I don't know, paved the way to, yeah, 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 to, to make be it be open. a bit more normal. But also lots of people that I think were like me that had been thinking about it for a long time that are, have been sitting on the edge are now uh, you know, listening to my story and whatever and, and making the decision whether it fits it right for them or not. 
What about the fact, because we've spoken so much about how you're an emotional eater, like that's yep. it for you, and whether or not, you know, it is the fact that you associate food and treats with really good times, which is how a lot of us grew up, right? Yeah. The Friday night takeaway. Totally. You used to look forward to it. You'd finish oh, yeah. work, you'd finish school and Easter, you'd go home. we have Easter yep. eggs, Christmas, yep. we eat and drink. So what about if you don't do work on that psychological part of it? Yep. Do you think that you could get to a stage where you can put the weight back on? Like, is is that still a possibility? That's fine. You've dealt with the physical and yeah. you've stopped the physical ability at the moment to be able to eat the quantities that you were. Yeah. But do you think that you need to do any work on the psychological stuff behind it and why to really make sure? Now, that's the key. If you could fix your brain, yeah. like, to, oh, well, to not crave the, the addiction to the sugars and the food and to, to consume so much... Then you won't be fat. Mm. Now, I came out a Biggest Loser and I was sure that after four and a half months, I'd rewired my brain to not go to the stuff. bad habits. But I went back, you know, I've lost 52 kilos. I put it all back on. Now, with this procedure, I've had that taken away. I can think what I like, but my body just can't consume the calories that it used to. Now, you can't always beat the system. If I was to live on a diet of chocolate and, and that, you know, right. you could absolutely put the weight back on. Right. Okay. But it'd be a struggle. But but there are, you know, people that have had this done that that melt things down to try to consume more or, or to, you know, but yeah, I don't yeah. I don't have That's any feelings saying. like that, that that make me want to do anything like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, back on the cost as well, I, I worked it out. Like, so say this cost me five and a half grand. Like, I've had it done, say, four months, five months ago, whatever. How much money have you saved on food? I have saved... There it is. ...shitloads. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. shitloads. And I reckon I would have been spending, con- conservatively, 20 bucks a day just stopping off at, you know, you know, fast food joints or, you know, I'd go and get petrol. Any time I got petrol, I would always get junk food. And I would what be spending... What would you buy? Chips, chocolate... Yeah, a Coke, yeah, drinks, right. whatever, yeah. ice creams, whatever. And and that has all gone. And also I'm eating far less. So I can tell you now that I'd be saving 120, 30, 40 bucks a week because I'm eating and drinking less food. Yeah. I'm not going to the pub and having 12 beers at whatever that, you know, 10 yeah, bucks yeah. each. So I reckon, although it's expensive, I reckon I'll recoup my five and a half grand um, within 12 months. I'm very confident that I will through the savings, get that money back. So that is another thing to bear in mind when, when you are talking or looking at the cost is that you do actually save a lot of cash. And I've gone from like a 42 a size in the jeans down to 32. So I've lost like 10 sizes there. Oh, well, so then it's very expensive because you've got to buy more I clothes. I buy clothes. <laughs> I know all my clothes are so big and uh, and I do. I've literally, I literally have to buy more clothes. So you're right, there's an expense there, but that's a, that's a good one because I used to hate trying on clothes and putting on clothes. Now it's kind of cool. So, cause then I guess, and again, we'll re- reiterate this. You've got to make your own decision. This is not anybody yep. saying go and do it. This is the best thing. It's you know because this is a major surgery, so there yeah. are all the potential complications that could come with it. But right now, cause if you were to look back overall, what would you say to that person who maybe looked at this five years ago? Went, yeah, uh, I wish I'd done it five years ago. I wish I'd done it ten years ago. Like, yeah, and and that's what. My surgeon said, he said that the, the feedback they get all the time is exactly that, is that I wish I'd done this sooner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I might have told you last time that, like, I just now, I just can't stop touching myself. Like, it's like, it's incredible. Like, the fact that, like, that you've got bones in your shoulders again and, you know, you can feel your ribs and, like, it's just, like, even around your knees and your legs, like, it's just, like, it's just an amazing feeling. And you just lay in bed every morning when you wake up and you just like can't stop touching yourself, um, which sounds bad, but uh, but. What are you little is... girls hugging you more? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're super proud. And that was the other thing. You know, you don't want to be the fat dad at school. Like, How did you sit down and explain it to them? Uh, well, Sam didn't tell them until I was out of the surgery. Yeah, okay. So, we kind of, we, we just dumbed it down because we, we didn't want them to think I was having some major surgery. Yeah. And then after I had it done, like, she just told them, hey, dad's, you know, had this surgery done and he's had some of his stomach cut out to, and they were like, they didn't even really care. Yeah, didn't yeah, even, yeah, like, straight back to TikTok. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's exactly right. They're yeah. like, uh-huh, hope he gets on well. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, but yeah, it's it has been a, a wonderful you know, journey so far. And it, I guess let's just hope it hope it continues. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, the sole reason that I'm doing this is to hopefully, um, you know, I guess normalize it a little bit and, and educate people that might think this is something that's like, oh, why would you do that? It's just an option that's out there. And okay. um, yeah. All right. Again, not an ad, but... You know, and that's why people have to go and do their own research. So yeah. to start all this, if anybody wants to find out, they should be going what to their GP first and foremost. Yeah, is that I'd where say it starts? go to GP, okay. have a chat, and then uh, and then go from there. Get but, a checkup. But yep. you know, for me, I just hope it continues like this because it has a hundred percent made me. I, I don't remember being this happy. I'm lighter than I was at my wedding thirteen years ago, and uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a magnificent thing. So. Um, yeah, and a lot of people also asking where I had it done. And again, I'm not tied to them in any way. I had it done at Ashford Hospital in Adelaide in South Australia. The staff, the nurses were absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah. Oh, I, that's where I had two of my babies. Oh, yeah, we had our babies there yeah, too. that's right. Yeah. I lost weight a very different way than you. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> my wife had a cesarean, two cesareans there. So she too was cut open oh. and had something taken out of her uh, chest cavity or a bit lower, yeah. babies. And uh, Michael France was my surgeon as well there. And and again, him and his team just did a, a great job. They, they do this all the time. And, and for them, it's just so normal. Like even when I was talking to the, the Ashford or Michael France's team, to them, it's just normal. But yeah. for me or for someone that's about to do it, oh, it feels so too. scary. And um, But I tell you, it was it was just an amazing experience. Well, mate, it's lovely to see you happy. Lovely to see your chin too. Yes. Keep bringing it in. Even around like, in, like my face, face, my eyes, like... Yeah, it's Very crazy. Cool. And, uh, you know, like I've been saying, the happiest person in the world that, that I had this procedure done is my horse. And, <laughs> and now when I get on my horse to go for a ride... It doesn't groan? It doesn't groan. It doesn't groan. It's saving money at the chiropractors. <laughs> so it's great. So so thanks so much, Ali, for chatting to me about it. I, I appreciate it. And for anyone out there that has battled, uh, battled their weight or is battling their weight, I feel for you. And, um, well, just I wish hang you in there. Life. You're clearly not alone. That's what this is really yeah. about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I've been yeah. blown away by like hundreds and hundreds of messages um, of people that have had it done or considering getting it done. And I've been surprised at, I thought I'd get executed as far as online trials and stuff. Um, that hasn't been nearly as bad as I thought it would. Yeah. So that's been very very what, pleasing as well. What a world we live in. What a world you live in oh, when you go. I didn't get nearly and nearly as much abuse as I thought we Yeah, get. I was no sure way. I'd get more hate. So much hate. Isn't uh, it? It isn't it sad. Gross. But the funny thing is, you you are buggered either way. I was trolled a lot, you know, because I'm, I'm sort of in the media here in South Australia. Uh, you put a post up and people would post saying, "Oh, you're fat," and like you know, you like you'd get that all the time. Like that would you would get that you know one in fifteen hundred comments would people be people can someone. be dicks. But then you lose weight. And the same thing still happens. No, get surgery and get yeah, your guts yeah. paid. It's like, oh my God, you're trolling me because I'm fat. You're trolling me because I'm skinny. You literally just can't win. And you know what? I, 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 it's always amazing. Then someone trolls you and you click on their profile and they're, they're there with their kids. Oh, that's the bit I can't understand. Uh, you know, I've got on there the other day. Oh no, someone told me and it was laughable what this, but it was really nasty. And so I did. I went and found out who this person was just like reverse yeah. clicking on their Facebook. I just go, oh my God, you're, you're an old woman, you're a grandmother and yeah. you're having photos with babies on your knees and you're spending time doing that. 
I know. Bizarre. That's I, a whole other podcast. I, I know. It, it is. It, it doesn't really finish on weight loss. But I had a, like a 72-year-old woman from the country in South Australia write, if I was to ever return to my hometown of Kadena, that she would grab me and burn me on the stake. Oh. And I went, and, 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 and her profile pic is this 72-year-old lady. She looks so lovely and she's holding a duckling. <laughs> and I'm just like, and you're going to burn me at the stake. Uh, like, it's just a crazy world, duck. All right. crazy world we live in. <laughs> so course. thanks so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. And uh, keep following us on South Aussie with Cozzy or uh, uh, on Instagram or TikTok or, or here on the podcast. Take care.